If introspection is the mother of growth, then care for and nurture it the same way you would a child. In today's episode of JNM Weekly, we're going to be exploring the nature of introspection as a means to reduce our insecurities. We're going to look at why we allow our insecurities to define who we are, how we can re-establish our relationship with insecurity, and what approaches we can take to become more introspective. As always, I'd love to hear your stories and get your feedback on introspection and whether it has led you to greater fulfilment in life. You can stay up to date with all things Gen M by following us on Instagram at genm underscore weekly and it'd be amazing if you could subscribe and share this episode with one person that you think needs to hear it. So without further ado, my name is Amir Hafid and this is Coming to Terms with Introspection. I said I'm feeling insecure about my body for example you could roughly translate that as Amir's not feeling confident about his physical image or another one if I said I'm insecure about the direction that we're heading we can translate that as I'm not confident that this relationship is sustainable anymore so for me growing up and Until a few years ago, I was innately quick to anger. And deep down, I knew that it was a huge insecurity of mine, and yet still I was world-class at making excuses for myself. I'd say things like, it's my genetics, all the men in my family are hot-blooded, or I went to crappy schools, um, I underachieved. But through it all, I knew that it was an aspect of my character that I knew that I didn't like. And it got so bad that people would just expect me to behave in that way, which kind of made me more insecure because I hated that they would frame me in that light. Now, oddly enough, I'd actually get jealous that other people that I knew were able to keep cool and calm and collected in similar situations that I found myself in. And to protect myself, in my mind, I would label them as weak to protect my own false conviction and to make myself feel better. But obviously, in all actuality, I envied the way that they were able to show up to the world and respond in line with how they wanted to be perceived by other people. You know, this was the real them, not the reactionary them. It was always 100% on their terms. And so, after years of this back and forth in my mind, I eventually settled on a question that spoke to the real issue at hand. How do we get to a place where we know what our own insecurities are? And once we've found them, or more importantly, once we become aware of them, What tools can we use to solve the problem for good? 
my experience and from what I've learned over the years, I believe that true security shows up in the shape of contentment and perspective across the main components of a person's life. I believe that it's like a a mindset that ensures that a person's status quo, their equilibrium is balanced and it's healthy. Yet, it's at ease with the most challenging facets of their emotional and their social cognitive functions. Now, in an ideal world, you know, we could say that a person would consistently look for the how and the why that causes them to show up in the way they do in certain situations. And they do this by understanding the nuances that trigger their emotions to elicit certain actions. So consequently, people that are more in tune with their emotional intelligence, let's say, and self-awareness, find this aspect of their character easier to tap into. You know, they find their strengths and they focus in on them, which gives them this legitimacy that they need to create a healthy emotional mindset. So, for example, uh, an emotionally secure person might say something like this. They might say, I am a creative person, and that's something I'm proud of. And practicing creativity gives me confidence. Now, if I engage in creative things and endeavors, I'm going to be afforded the freedom or the quote-unquote security of expression. Because I know deep down that I am competent and I find joy in this thing. Now, along a similar thread in an ideal world, these same secure people are more than ready to acknowledge their own inherent weaknesses by figuring out the triggers that are stopping them from feeling confident in themselves and they actually do something about it. So if the apparent information or the situation they find themselves in triggers this emotional discontent, they then go on and process, critique, analyse and reflect on the information in a very objective way. They internalise the information and they act in a manner that's consistent with their value system. So to enact change, they will adopt an introspective approach first. Now introspection, and I've spoken about it a few times now, um, but introspection, if you were to Google it, is the examination of one's own conscious thoughts and feelings. Okay? And this is why I'm talking about it. Because I also realise that a person must be able to recognise and acknowledge the people or the situations that draw out of them feelings of insecurity. Now these days, particularly with things like the rise of social media, we're using other people's lives as the barometer for understanding our place in the world and measuring our success. You know, we flick over to Instagram and we envy those beautifully edited highlights that are slapped across our feeds. You know, this is a this is an addiction, but it, it's also a disease. Superficially, comparing your life to other people's is only going to lead to greater feelings of dissatisfaction. So crucially, the keys to 
unlocking insecurity lie in self-awareness, which is where I found success in my life personally. Now what I've done here is, for this next part, I've outlined four introspective steps that might help you fast track this process. So four introspective things you could do could be, the first thing is mindfulness or meditation training. <clears throat> Even if you've not done this or tried it before, just give it a go, you know. It will give you time to reflect and incubate your feelings. You know, there's, there's really good apps like Calm, <clears throat> which has just proven to be the number one uh, happiest um, app. People feel most happier when they're using this app called Calm. That's literally just come out today. Um, I also use an app called Waking Up by Sam Harris. Um, and he does a lot of meditation stuff. Uh, and it's not as complex as you might think. So just give it a go, you know, for a week and see how you feel. If it makes you feel better, carry on. The second thing um, I do is expressive writing. So getting your thoughts and your feelings down in a journal so you can understand who, um, what, when and how the insecurity or the negativity might show up um, and how your emotions are driving your behaviour because you don't want that, you want to be in control of your emotions you want to be the one that has the mindset to overcome your behaviours the third thing you could do is just simple open dialogue, you know, with, with people you trust, um, your friends, um, your family that are happy to be transparent with you. You can check out these amazing charities like, uh, there's one called Andy's Man Club, um, where men can talk openly in an inclusive atmosphere with support from other men that are going through similar issues. So they do a lot of work around mental health, um, in, especially for men. So definitely have a look into that if that's something that you're um, concerned about or something that's um, having a go at the moment, something that's ailing you at the moment. The fourth thing is to practice positive self-talk, uh, whether in your mind or out loud. You know, we all need sometimes a few minutes just to uh, incubate and be within our feelings to really understand them and to overcome them. Um, some people listen to music to get that release um, but what I've found is sometimes just going out for a walk and talking to yourself you know be positive um, <clears throat> I know people I've got friends that go in the car for like an hour drive around and have a talk to themselves but they're positive about it and that's what we call positive self-talk so give that a go and uh, let me know how you feel or how that makes you actually feel Going back to the story at the start, I learned that by keeping objectivity in the picture, the people I admired were secure enough to not let that other person or that other situation affect their disposition or their mood. Now truthfully speaking, I found that trait people alluring and enviable all at the same time. And after one particularly bad episode, um, I think it was the day before graduation, 
I told myself clearly that I was I was done with feeling powerless to this horrible mindset because it wasn't working for me you know it was it just wasn't making me feel good <clears throat> and so by slowly implementing these introspective habits just like the ones I've just discussed I was able to recognize that my own internal bias was stopping me from showing up in a mature and coherent way and what happened was the real key to it for me was to recalibrate my thoughts with the intention of creating positive outcomes for both parties in any given situation whether that was heated or otherwise so if I went for the win-win instead of the win-lose I'd be able to keep my respect and in some cases get the other person to retrospectively reflect on their own behaviors which was honest honestly you know honest to god that was an insane byproduct that I'd never even considered possible before giving this new philosophy a go now ultimately it takes two very important things to face up to the undesirable emotions that reside within us all from time to time I think it takes nous and it takes courage so if you are feeling somewhat insecure try and find it within yourself to look inside and become a little more introspective and I don't mean take a quick peek inside because as I've found out over the years that is not you know it's ultimately not substantial enough to create an emotional disposition that you recognize needs work you really need to dig deep you need to rummage around and experiment with your feelings and if the insecurity is coming from an external source do what you can to preserve the values that you hold true if that means removing yourself from the situation to maintain your integrity or dealing with it in a different way or even cutting that person from your life then so be it because you are the master of your own destiny and ultimately what you tolerate will define you in the end thank you so much for listening to today's episode on introspection and insecurity and if you enjoyed the episode and you'd like to add to the discussion with some of your stories then please follow us on instagram at jnm underscore weekly i've also started to add some quotes and captions and inspiration on my own personal uh, page which is at aj hafid um, so please head over to my own personal page as well um, because i'm going to start doing that on a daily basis um, just remember knowledge is having the right answer but intelligence is asking the right question we're going to be trying to do just that on the next episode of Gen M Weekly.